Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to episode two hundred. Can good gracious, can you believe two hundred of these now? Wow, and we started off as a pipe dream. <laughs> we started off as a pipe dream two years ago. Has blossomed into now two hundred episodes over three different networks. Yeah. So this is just one. This is just wonderful. What an accomplishment. Um. <laughs> Um, this is your boy Q, and I am joined by the one and only. Uh, you wish I was your baby daddy. This is Greg. I'm here. Um, we got a lot to talk about. A lot, a shit ton, plenty. And, and, and you know the funny thing. And you know the funny thing is, we recorded this. We actually recorded 200 yesterday, but you know technical difficulties. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it wasn't Yeah, so I, I think. But so much has happened. For so much has happened in the la- in just the last twenty four hours. I think we're going to have a lot to talk about tonight. Yeah, and it seems like it's just us. Chris might join in a little bit later. Um, if she does, that's fine. But I feel like you and I, we have so much we need to touch on, so much to unpack with episode two hundred. I mean, we've gone through the Me Too movement. We've been through protests, black people being killed, people um, being unjustly, you know, just hurt, injured, kidnapped, trafficked, killed. Um, We've dealt with Trump for the past two years on this show. Um, November the 6th, right? Is it the 6th or the 3rd? Either way, because me. November 3rd. November 3rd. November 3rd. Please, please go vote. We need that shit. Um, outside of that, though, we need to get into the docket. Since it's you and I, we might as well just go ahead and completely skip the um, first 48. Because nine times out of ten, it was either Florida, Jersey, California, or a place that did not quarantine, did not wear a mask, or somebody just doing overall stupid shit, right? Right. Um, what else did we talk about? I don't think we talked about the 4th of July, nothing like that. Let's just get straight into the... Positive or the negative news? Which one to start with? I'll let it go for you. I, I, you know what? Has there been any positive news lately? Yes. yes. There's been so much, so much bullshit and crap going on that, like, all of the anything that resembles good news is just drowned out in in white noise. That is true. That is true. But we, we do have positive news. So let me just get that one piece of positive news out the way. One. That's fucking sad. In the world we live in, one, one good piece of news. Um, Michelle Obama is hosting a podcast on relationships. And she's hoping that this podcast will help listeners open up new and hard conversations. It's debuting on July 20th on Spotify. 
Would you say? Good for her. I, I mean, I, I think she would know something about a really good and really great relationship. Yeah. And her and Barack has been married for what, 26, 27 years? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it looked like they still got a, spi- a spicy life and ever spicy marital, marital life and everything. So, yeah, I want to hear that advice. Mm-hmm. So it says that the Michelle Obama podcast will be produced by President Obama and the First Lady's uh, production company, Higher Ground. Episode topics will focus on sibling relationships, raising children, women's health, mentorship, and marriage. Perfect. You know I'm listening. I have to. I have to. I need some type of positivity in the world. Um, the reason why I say that also, and we'll just touch on it lightly, um, the Jada Pinkett and the entanglement shit and all that. Do you like? Do you have a thought on that at all? They, like, Will must have a new album coming out or something, or, or, or Jada must have a movie in work. They need some publicity. At this point, at this point, you the things celebrities do in order to get publicity for their upcoming for their upcoming work. It's just like, all right, we've gone through this. We've gone down this this track, this world, so many times. What what new? What's new? What's new? Yeah, so I, I, so I really think they got a project coming out. You or Jaden got a project coming out. Somebody has something. Somebody in the somebody in their family has something about, that's about to drop, and they're just trying to build build publicity for it. Yeah, I, I felt personally just watching that little twelve minute clip. Um, she ducked a lot of like moments where she could have just been completely honest to the point where Will was like, no, tell the fucking truth. Say what it is. An entanglement? That's No, that's not a thing. It was a relationship. More importantly, you were fucking your son's friend. Like, they homies. They they might not even been, like, the best of friends in the world, but he brought that dude into that house. Mm -hmm. As a result, like, you ended up in this relationship with him and stuff like that. I will say, God forbid, if it would have been flipped and Will was sleeping with the Dayton one of Willow's friends wouldn't have went the same way at all. Mm-mm. It would have been completely left. Oh, we got to cancel Will. And the things he's doing is just like unheard of. Why would you even do that? Like, but it's okay for Jaden. It's not a, you know, man versus woman thing. It's just more so people were shooting her a lot of bail. And I, I don't see why, because anybody would have said the same thing in the opposite gender. Negative news. Uh, let me see what else we got. That was, damn, even the Will Smith thing, I guess, ended up being a little bit positive, but whatever. So, that was number one. Number two on the docket, uh, the biggest news. Q, do you want to start it off about the Washington Football Club? Now, I guess, hold on, before you say this, I'm declaring, regardless of what the name of this team is called, I will be calling them, just like I would a soccer team, I'm calling them DCFC. Like the DC Football <laughs> Club, they are now the DCFC. So you heard it here first. So when you hear people start calling them that, just know you heard it on Young Black and Baller. Q and Greg said they are the DC. <clears throat> Saying it, the floor is yours, Q. All right. So, in God, what has Dan Snyder done for you lately, news? Uh, so, all day, well, all week, we have been like, riveted. By, by the by the DC Football Club, um, finally changing their dictionary defined racial name. Um, and in that in that news, we would be, be given lots of lots of spicy tidbits that a crazy story was about to get was about to drop about the team um and um specifically about the owner daniel snyder um so today greg and i are like pressing refresh on our phones every five seconds we're on the on the dc football clubs reddit Seeing like okay, so when is this article supposed to be dropped? It dropped today. It dropped about five thirty, and 
And basically, um, the article was the article described was describing, <clears throat> excuse me, um, the story of fifteen women um, who say that they were sexually harassed by men by former and by former former members of the DC Sports Club or DC Football Club. Now, I thought this was going to be my more. I thought it was going to be enough that would make Daniel Snyder be forced to sell the team. I don't know. I don't know now. <clears throat> what about you, Greg? Honestly, I just wanted that nigga out of there. I'm at the point when it comes to Snyder that he gets away with a lot of shit. I mean, we saw the stuff about sex trafficking allegations, people saying that he was on Epstein's list. We saw, like, I have friends and people on Facebook who are diehard Redskins fans, man. Die hard. And, you know, you and I, we have been to plenty of Washington. I am one. I am one. Yeah. But the thing is... I am one. I grew up... I grew up... You know, my aunt lived... My aunt my uncle house was three blocks RFK. Mm -hmm. Every Sunday... Every football Sunday, it didn't matter if the team was at home or away. Mm-hmm. It was blank skins. It was it, you had like you had no choice. You came in with any other team colors, with any other team paraphernalia. Mm-hmm. Uncles whooping your ass. Yeah, and little knows don't come in, don't come, don't come, don't come on the block if you had anything that had a star on it. Absolutely. Anything that had a star, anything it, it, it was it was it, it was on and popping after that. So like, I, like I, I'm a part of me is sad to see the name go, but there's two thirds of me that is like it's time. Yeah, it's time. We're in a we're in a time of racial reckoning here in America now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Black Lives Matter is is becoming prominent because Black lives do matter and they will always matter. Exactly. You know, race, the the difficult subject of race, and uh, and all that is 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 coming to the forefront, and that is in part to to the tragic death of the tragic murder. I'm sorry, not death, the tragic murder of George Floyd. Floyd. And Breonna Taylor and everyone else who has been uh, who's had their life snuffed out because of yeah. police brutality and just white people being stupid and acting stupid and, and thinking they run the world. Mm-hmm. So I do think it's time. It's past. It's probably past time. Yeah. For this team, this particular team, to change their name. Yeah, I- I'll piggyback off of what you're saying. And this is what I concluded when it came to it. The legacy of the Washington Redskins stopped the day that Daniel Snyder signed that document to become the owner. You have one playoff appearance in 20 years. Outside of that, Q, like... No, and let me fact check you on that. One playoff win. One playoff win. (laughs) One playoff win. But that's the thing. One playoff win is all that matters. Nobody cares about the loss. But you're right. Playoff win. You're right. Um, in saying that, though, I feel like the Redskins, the legacy, the wins against the Bills, Super Bowls, playoffs, everything outside of that that matter. This shit that they're doing, like, I can't even fathom like any other owner that's not named Robert Kraft getting off on this shit. So I don't know what dirt Snyder has on anybody. How good his lawyers are. The shit that he does that. You know, there were articles too that came out in 2018. I'm gonna read this article from the New York Post that I think it was posted March. What is this? Uh, May the second, 2018. Redskins cheerleaders said that we were pimped out to male sponsors. The Washington Redskins organization has been accused of pimping out cheerleaders to male sponsors and suite holders, requiring them to post topless in front of them while sending others out to nightclubs as their personal escort. We weren't putting a gun to they weren't putting a gun to our heads, but it was mandatory for us to go. Recall one cheerleader who spoke to The New York Times on the condition of being anonymous. 
We weren't asked, we were told. Other girls are devastated because they knew exactly what she was doing. That's just the Redskins cheerleaders are talking. Now, fast forward to 2020, you have 22 different women that either work for the Redskins, associated with the Redskins, or something like that. And the only reason I keep saying this name is because I want them to change it. We can't keep calling them the D.C. Football Club because I want all the positivity from the new name. While it was the Redskins, a lot of stupid shit happened as a result of Daniel Snyder. And the best way to get rid of him is hopefully not this, because that's not enough. That's you know what? Enough. You know what I said to you earlier? Mm-hmm. I think this is the I think I think the first article, the article that we posted post, posted today, mm-hmm. is part of a series, and I think that there's more shit coming tomorrow because one, it's Friday. Friday is it's a traditional news dump. News dump day. Exactly. Going to the weekend. I think more is coming. <clears throat> yeah, it's coming. I think more is about to. I think more shit is about to hit the fan. And I think it hits tomorrow. If it don't go overnight, because you know what's going to happen. No, 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 no. It's going to it's gonna come sometime tomorrow. It's going to come sometime tomorrow. Well, in our turn, Friday, the, yeah. tw- the 17th. I think that it, it's, it, there's more to this story than the lawyers allowed to be published at this particular point in time. Of course. Because this has, because the whole story, <coughs> excuse me, the whole story has lawyer written all over it. Mm-hmm. This story was lawyerized before it was loyally scrubbed before yep. it was published. Yeah. So I think there's, I think tomorrow we're going to see even more drip, drip. It may, it may not be a, a bombshell story, but it's going to be more drips. There's more drips left in this washcloth. Oh yeah. It's going to be like, it just reminds me of how the Cosby like saga, like how that unveiled where it was like, like one person came out. Drip, day. Drip, yeah. drip, drip, and drip. Snyder, he can't hide from this shit, man. And once that bomb drops about Epstein, which is going to, I think they're waiting until that lady, um, the one who was working with Epstein. Is Maxwell? Yeah. She's going to say something that's going to, it's going to be real damaging, bro. And when it does, I'm going to be sitting there like, mm-hmm. We knew it. We were it's just gonna, that Epstein. That Epstein shit is going to take out half. One, it's going to it's going to take out half the government. Mm-hmm. It's going to take out half the NFL, half yep. the half the owners of the Indian in the NFL, half of the old guard in the NFL. Yeah. So it is. It's just a matter of time. But it, it just it hurts my heart to know that as someone who I'm not a fan of the Washington Football Club, the Washington Redskins. But what I am a fan of are the fans. And I think a lot of people would say the same sentiment. When you go to FedEx Field, well, previously FedEx Field, that's a different no, still FedEx. Field, man. You don't still get FedEx that. Field. Yeah, you don't get that anywhere else. You don't get that feel at Gillette. You don't get that feel at even like, you know, the Verizon Center, any DC sports, something like that. You don't get that there. FedEx, when we've gone tailgating, it's a different story, man. Like, the game could start at four o'clock. You there at 10, 11 o'clock getting ready. You might be drunk by two, but you better sober up before four or five. Well, you know, that's the, that's the, that's the, his, that's the history that the, that the Redskins brought over from, from RFK. And that's why, and that's why um, Dan Snyder is trying so hard to get back in the city. Yeah. You, you know, like, like Redskins fandom is 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 one totally different thing than I can say any other fan base, aside from maybe Pittsburgh or Green Bay or Buffalo. Yeah. Or even the bums down in Dallas. Like it's just different here. It, it's just, oh, it, it's just the Raiders different. fans. Well we mean Las Vegas. Been to US. <laughs> <laughs> The, the, the Las Vegas slash LA slash Oakland Raiders. <laughs> no I problem. mean, it's just it's, it's just diff- it's just like it, it, it's just totally different, and and I can say that's one of the main reasons. The only that's one of the, the okay. The, the real reason why we didn't get a, why DC the Redskins didn't get a stadium here in DC because at that time in ninety six ninety seven DC was flat broke. That's the only reason. 
It's the only reason that we did not get a new stadium here because Jack can't cook, even though he ended up financing it with the most of it when they moved to the to that god awful stadium in Landover. He paid for it, but he wanted the city to pay for it, and the city was broke. If you remember '95. Mayor Barry and all that, the, 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 the financial control board, the city had no money. Exactly. That's why, that's why when A. Poland moved the Wizards and the Caps from the Cap Center to now Capital One Arena, mm. but at that time the MCI Center, he paid for it. The city gave him the land. The city gave him the land and, and and all that, but he paid for that out of his own pocket. And Jack King Cook didn't want to do that because one, he was on his deathbed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I don't have an answer about like Daniel Snyder. What I do have an answer for is the fucking name needs to change. Um. If this is like a snowball effect and this will be the first cog in the wheel to make sure that, you know, it changes, so be it. However, I was highly disappointed to know that that was the rollout and how it began was, oh, well, there are allegations from 22 women. Newsflash. The allegations actually happened between 2006 and 2019. I don't know what the fuck. Is this like the sex trafficking thing? Yeah. Yeah, with the yeah. with the cheerleaders. That's one. That's one. We were talking about the, the article that that dropped today. The article that dropped today that um, details 14, uh, 15 women accusing previous and some, and I think maybe one current. Not no, they're all previous staff members being assaulted um, by Snyder. Not not assaulted by Snyder, but sexually harassed by members of the rescue organization. Oh, so the whole ship. Yeah, and the thing like is, the, not a, the voice of the the voice of the Redskins, mm-hmm. the former voice, because he he retired suddenly yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the director, the director and assistant in and deputy assistant director of pro scouting, they all were they were fired on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Now that. When they said they retired, that was like, all right, we might as well do that shit because Snyder's going to try to save face by firing us and he's going to try to come out to be... Well, he did. He, he, fired two, he fired two of them. Mm-hmm. He fired two of them on, on Sunday. And then when Larry Michael's name came up, he abruptly retired. Mm-hmm. Now you see that. You see that. There is no mention. None. When... When that announcement of Larry Michael retiring, and mind you, he's been with the team 16 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. 16 years. There was no announcement. No thank you, Larry. Mm-mm. From tweeted, announced, anything by any member of the Redskins public relations staff. Nope. So, in an essence, that was a firing. Yep. So we gotta make it look good because he's been here so long mm-hmm. and he's the revered voice of the Redskins and we gotta let him say, Oh, it's a retirement. Yeah. No, you got fired. Yeah. And this, they're I'm just sorry. trying to spin it to make it make it make you look positive. Yeah. This you is no, try to get another job. There's no severance for fuckboy behavior. And nope. we we saw the text messages today. You and IQ, and I was looking, I was like, wait, these motherfuckers, the shit that they're talking to their own. The text messages are appalling. It's like, you work with this woman. More importantly, like, to, we can't blame the victim here. And, you know, most people will say, well, why didn't she just tell him <clears throat> saying these things? At some point, you got to understand, this person's up here, and you're just like, you know, you work for them, and anything you say can... You're the, you're the pa- like what Donald Trump thinks of us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm the leader, and you're just a, and you're just a lowly serfs. Exactly. This dude is talking about ordering and delivering her food, and when he gets there, he wants to grab her ass as a thank. Well, what the? F- Yo, I, like they ain't never had a woman in their life. Like, this, come on, do now. you come not on. get ass? That should be the title of the show. Do you not get ass for two hundred? Because I'm trying to figure out exactly how you know for a fact that that team has a legacy of fuckboy behavior because they hire nothing but fuckboys forever. Um, 
you've seen articles in Chile just come out about being, you know, sex trafficked and having to be escorts for, you know, opposing teams and stuff like that. People trying to, for people trying to, to buy to buy luxury suites in in in, in the god awful stadium they they play in. That's now. Here's what here's what percent, only sixty percent for. Here's what fucked me up the most. I don't understand you, Daniel Snyder, as a owner. You were paying officials two million dollars, and you got absolutely fucking nothing from it. Playoffs, you might have got there, but mm-hmm. getting far. The fucking uh, regular season, like say, you know what? Let us win the NFC East. At least we can come out of that bitch. You skated by for years. You you talk bad about RG three saying he you knew for a fact that he wasn't the one. Like it's the same nigga who paid. But you traded, but you traded a half of a, an entire draft. Exactly, mm-hmm. three first round picks to get his ass. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that's what Snyder do. He's been doing this for years. He's been doing this for years, y'all. See, the problem with shit like this to me, like assholes like Snyder and Trump and stuff like that, these people who they don't catch COVID, they end up living until they're like 107 years old. And you're like, that motherfucker's a racist, a bigot. He is, you know, he does this to women. He's an abuser, whatever the fuck you want to call it. They live long and they have children in that process. So then the next generation, when Daniel Snyder, when he hoped to give up, the team, all he's going to do is roll it into one of his kids. And then that generation would have followed again and it would just kept on going. So the best yeah. course of action, if it's this, women coming out and telling their stories and telling their troops about Snyder and his crew being a flock of you know, like fuckboys then, so be it, man. <clears throat> like, uh, like Phil just said yeah. on the Facebook chat, he was like, they're making a 30 for 30 on this one. Watch. Oh, oh most definitely. Most definitely. And and let it let it be when when if, if Snyder is forced to if Snyder is forced to sell the team, it's on. Mm-hmm. It's on. Been, y'all think Jeff Bezos really gonna buy that joint? Oh, absolutely. Yes. So fucking look. Yes. <laughs> I can see them. He's on, look, he's already. Uh, he's on, probably on the phone with Snyder right now. Like, look, I'll give you five billion. Watches and packages. I'll give you five. I give you five billion and free deliver and free delivery on any package you want. And a new state for the rest of your life. It is. And in the wants this team, and I say, why not? The and in the he can be he can, free tickets for Amazon workers. He can <laughs> he can drop six. He can easily drop six billion. Like his, his net worth has grown sixty five billion dollars. Sixty-five billion, uh, like thirty. So I, I may be wrong on the number, but his his net worth has doubled since since we've been in this pandemic. Bro, do you know? Five, five, look, he gave his he gave his ex wife what thirty forty billion dollars. Like yes. yeah, there you go, baby. Cute. He gave her half. <laughs> you can have your divorce. He's thirty. He's thirty billion dollars, and don't mean so money don't mean nothing to him. Cute. How do you get- also the team don't. That's that's like the pocket change. Cute. He gave her half, and then recouped that in six months. How they recouped it, and then and he flipped it, gave her half, and then flipped it, and then flipped what he gave her, and then flipped it again. Which is crazy because that was the best contract you could ever sign. You're like, you know what? You want a divorce? Great. Take half now. But that's it. You know, Michael Jordan's wife, uh, ex-wife Juanita, she's still making money off of shoes that he's re 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 released last month. So she's set for life. Bezos' wife, I'm sure she's them set. Royalties are, yeah, them royalties are crazy. <laughs> All I'm saying is when the DCFC, when they decide to move back into DC, I am fully expecting if Jeff Bezos ends up owning that team, the cheerleading team is no longer going to be called, what is it, the skinettes, the whatever the fuck they call, they're going to be called skinettes. They're going to be called the Washington Amazons. You heard it here first. Amazonian. Exactly. Uh, so let me see. What else we got on the docket? That was that was a great discussion about the, you know, DCFC. That's my name form. That's our name form. If y'all want to go and use that, be free. You know, feel free. Let me see. What else we got on the docket? Q, this one is on you as well. So we talked about this when we tried to first record episode 200, but I guess we're back at it. DC public school decisions are delayed. High school athletics are postponed effective at 3.30 p.m. today, as you know, at the time of recording, 
Mario Bowser announced Thursday that the decision on how DC public schools will start the year has been delayed until July 31st. Bowser also cites that trends in the district COVID data are not ideal. We know what the situation, no, we know that the situation with this virus has changed and has been volatile in the week, especially. Bowser also said that the reason July 31st was a chosen date is because the school system will need at least that much time to prepare for a new school year. Options for DCPS include an all-virtual start to start the year, as well as a mix of virtual and in-person learning. I think I should stop there and let Q, the teacher, talk. There you go. Okay, I'm trying to. I'm trying to be diplomatic. Yes, I'm trying. I really am. Really am. I really am trying. So, the reason Bowser made an about face and said July 31st was because <clears throat> was because a major charter network was going to follow her news conference and say we're going. 100% virtual. She wants both sectors to be on the same page when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. Because because we don't we all know that child care is tied to school being open. The return to work is incumbent on there being child care. And in this sense, child care means school. Mm. That is the reason mm-hmm. and the sole reason why she changed her decision because she was hell-bent and ready at 11 o'clock mm-hmm. to say, we're going hybrid. That, the news conference was delayed because she, they, she got that news and her and Farabee said, oh, shit. I was reading because they, because 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 although that you know <clears throat> each charter school is its own LEA, its own local education agency. They do not have to listen to anything the mayor has to say. They they can set their own policy. They get public funds, but they get to set their own policy. DCPS has to listen to what Mayor Bowser has to say, and she had her decision is final mm-hmm. when it comes to DCPS. Let me think of it this way. Okay, so this is outside looking in. I don't got no kids and I'm not a teacher. But as a taxpayer and as a concerned person, I'm like, okay, I know like everybody ain't got it like that. So Mm -hmm. my worry is with the remote learning, will the kids have the access they would at the school? which I feel like they won't like many times you have like three, four kids in the house, one family computer and they all going to be in school. So how are they going to deal with that? Like, I just don't understand. And I'm not saying that it can't be done, but what is the United States going to do for these students that can't do that? Like, that or the parents that can't take off work or help instruct. And, Cause you know, they're going to put more onus on the parents to, do extra. Well, here's my thing. And I'm just worried about that. That really concerns me. I mean, it, 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 it is a very valid concern. It's a very valid concern. Um, like internet not, access, is it fast enough to hold all those devices? Why like, not? I'm struggling with my <clears> shit. <throat> why not follow the PG model? And, 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 and I never thought that in, in, the, in the 13 on the now going on into my 14th, 14th year in education that I will ever be able to say, why can't we follow the Prince George's County model? What's their model? Break it down. PG, PG's going, PG is going fully virtual until mm-hmm. January 29th. They are giving every student technology to access learning. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if, if there's three or four kids in the, in the same home. Each student is getting technology. If they need it, they're getting it. Why can't we... <clears throat> DC already had... DC, DC, DCPS already has an initiative where they're going to be giving every student in like <laughs> in those transitional grades 
their own their own device. So like so like three, four, and five, they'll get it on, and then everyone at six and twelve will be getting their own device. So that so that we, it can be a one to one district. Speed it up. Pretty much. Speed it up. I, my, my argument. My argument about this is it, it, it's this. <clears throat> Why it should be one hundred percent virtual learning right now? But the thing, like, we can protect kids. We can protect kids when they're in the school building. You know, we can do the temperature checks. We can hope and pray that they stay six feet. That they stay physically distanced. We can hope that they, you know, we can encourage them to wear masks in the building. We can do all those things when they're in the building. Mm-hmm. What about how kids travel to school? Mm-hmm. How kids get home from school? Yeah. 90% of the kids in D.C. use some form of public transportation. <clears throat> Whether it's the subway, if they're receiving Spencer, um, if they're receiving spent services and transportation is on their IEP, they're getting transported on a school bus, or their parents are putting are riding with them in a in a ride share in an Uber or a Lyft. Mm. But nobody thinks about that. We know that. We know that, and we recognize that it's hard for us to wear a mask all the time. We hate it. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. One, you're expecting kids to wear this for eight hours a day. Two, what about the what about the idiot humans as they are traveling to and from school that are not wearing masks, that are not practicing social distancing? What about that? What about that? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna touch on that too because a lot of the people who aren't abiding by these laws have been traveling and doing, like the teachers, they've been going to Atlanta and to Florida and to California and all these places. Nobody's saying that they can't because, hey, you haven't been to work, whatever. However, just like we travel and we go places, they go places mm-hmm. too. So Not just they, them, the kids too, the kids. Everybody's doing it. Right. Like you have some states that I'm not, not saying that uh, every DC kid is doing this, but some states never close. They sending their kids to overnight camp in motherfucking another state. They go up there. Yeah, and they, you know they what? You know what? Let's get even. Let's get. Let's get even. Let's get even further into the nitty gritty. You got twenty five percent of the twenty five percent of the student population here in DC live in PG County. Mm-hmm. So if PG County is going one hundred percent, why can't we? And don't tell me I ain't got the bread. That's the thing. Why can't we? Would they don't tell get, me that. Would they ever get to a situation where it's like, you know what? Y'all want to do this hybrid thing? Here's the hybrid thing. If you are, you know, <laughs> that family who can't afford internet and you have to be taught in class, how about, you know, you have two teachers. One teaches the online courses and one teacher does the in school. But the thing is, within the limits. This can't be that parent who just decides, you know what? I want my kid to be at that school because you know what? I didn't had him for four or five months. I'm sick of babysitting my own kid because there's a lot of those fucking parents out there. But that, I mean, that also is a factor too, though. (laughs) And here's the thing. And here's the thing. That will be possible, Mm -hmm. but we know that there are schools that are overcrowded to begin with. That is true. That is true. So it's basically and so and hold on, I have to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. And even though even though DC has done a remarkable job, some better than some districts in modernizing our schools, there are still school buildings that don't have working AC. They don't have that barely have heat. You can barely think you can barely provide soap and paper towels and this was pre-pandemic and you're expecting us to believe that all bathrooms are going to be all bathrooms are going to be stocked with 
hand sanitizer and soap and and paper towels and toilet paper. When you couldn't do that before the pandemic, you expected us to believe that it's going to happen now? Mm -hmm. Of course they are. No way in hell. We are No way in hell. I am not coming back. I'm telling you that this, and this is just me. Are y'all getting I, hazard pay? Hazard what? Hazard pay. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what's that? I mean, they should. Shit, y'all risking y'all lives. Shit. Because look, Google have to sanitize that shit, y'all niggas. The custodians. I send the custodians. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think y'all deserve a little hazard pay. Now they need some type of pay because yeah. You need something because I tell, tell you this. With a COVID bonus. <laughs> the COVID my bonus. My kids need that. ain't coming back inside of a classroom until there's a treatment or a vaccine. Mm-hmm. I ain't coming back in the classroom unless there is some treatment or a vaccine. Or I am assured it has the assurances that I will have the the, the proper PPE to protect myself, exactly, and my kids, Bingo. and not just my, and not just my biological kids. I'm talking about my school kids too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a a great stopping point. Hopefully, like hopefully, in the next 24 to 48 hours, we'll have more, and then you know next week we'll get a little bit more in depth because uh, we we got to keep this going. Um, the wife sent me an article. I'm going to tell you what this article says, and I'm just going to let y'all go for it because my energy is exhausted, to be completely honest. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp sues Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms over face mask order. I just saw that pop up. What the first of all, Brian Kemp, first of all, Brian Kemp should not be the governor of Georgia. It should be Stacey Abrams. Mm -hmm. And if Stacey Abrams was the governor, maybe we would have a competent leader leading this right now. He want to sue somebody for <laughs> making them wear a mask. Yo, America's is mad stupid, yo. I just kind of just I'm, I'm ready for the fall. Freedom. Not freedom. 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 That's what the, that's what America is. Freedom. That shit is scary. I mean, I'm just like, I don't know what's up with people. Like, what is the problem with wanting to be safe? It's not that big of a deal. Like I could see if they were saying like going to a containment camp or some shit. Wild, but a mess. It should not be that hard. It it it, it should not be that hard to wear a fucking mask. You know, wear a fucking mask. Who's gonna fuck people up the most? You and Chris, like. Right now, while you can still go outside and go on walks and it's warm and shit like that, y'all are complaining now. Just wait. Until it's about to be flu season. Wait till it be cold. Exactly. You can't. You don't even want to go outside. Oh, that bike you wanted to ride, that walk around the block, you can't do that shit. And everybody's because like, it's thirty-five. Well, well, you can't even say it'd be thirty-five degrees. You know, global global warming is where it would be like 40, 45. That's true. And you ain't gonna want to wear a mask. And then, yeah, I, I just whatever I see articles like what uh, Brian Kemp said to Keisha Lance Bottoms, and his tweet says this lawsuit is on behalf of the Atlanta business owners and their hardworking employees who are struggling to survive during these difficult times. First and foremost, <clears throat> if you pay people to stay at home, like the fucking science and CDC and all these other you know agencies have said. This would have been eradicated in three weeks. But not, erad- not eradicated, but like the, the rate of transmission and the rate of infection yeah. would have gone significantly down. Where, where, whereas we can be like, like countries in Europe who are safely reopening, like Italy safely reopening. Mm-hmm. If, if, if there was a national lockdown, mm-hmm. but that means we needed to have competent leadership, which we do not have. At all, yeah. at all, yet, at all, right now. Maybe, maybe, prayerfully, in, in four months we will. But right now, we do not. Yeah, 
we have a we have a quote unquote wartime president mm-hmm. who's out pimping and taking pictures of beans at the resolute desk. Because he is a fucking idiot and we're trying to figure out how is he still with us. Literally and figuratively. Without saying too much, but saying everything. Why? It's not even a who, what, where. It's just why. Because because we public because because Republicans don't have a spine and they're afraid of his little thirty percent cult. My my thing is there's been enough articles of people saying, you know, this person at in Ohio Walmart decides to walk in to the Walmart. Instead of shooting it up now, what they're doing is coughing on people, walking in without masks, and then you hear of them and politicians alike the following week because of karma, hey, court COVID. I mean, I look, at, look, look, at, look, look at the pizza guy, yep. uh, Herman Cain. He was at Trump's coronavirus uh, super rally, mm-hmm. super spreader, and three days, three, four days later, oh, I'm in the hospital with COVID. Yep. Yeah, serves you right because not ran a fucking mask in, in, in an in indoor space, tight indoor uh, space. You would think there was like a laundry list of like pre-approved things that you have to do before leaving your house and before going <laughs> to this place. All they say is wash your hands, which is, I mean, common fucking sense, and wear a mask. Keep your distance. Three, like the golden rule times two, well, times three. It's like, it's really there for you. Six feet. Six feet. But, but then you have people saying stupid shit. It's six like, feet apart. You, that's, that's arms lift. That's arms lift. That's the, that's the total, total lift of your arms. From the tip of your left hand to the tip of your right hand. That's six yep. feet. A, a normal human's wingspan. For God's sake. People, they, they can't. Like, it should not be that damn hard. But people cannot breathe with these masks on. They can't breathe. They feel as though like their rights are being infringed on because they have but to stay asses at home. Bingo. Next. Bro, I look want them all to die. Man, what? <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't wish death on people, but if you keep causing yourself to jump off the cliff hoping that you don't die, and then the one time that you do, you're like, oh, you know. It, it was as serious as that. You know, I wish I would have told people sooner, hey, take it seriously. It's COVID. Th- like, so you have to catch it. Did I see that one guy going around Facebook? He was like, oh, wearing the mask is stupid. And he was doing like the update and he ended and up. And like, now he's dead. Yeah, that shit was wild. <laughs> how, you, how do you throw a COVID catching party? Like, you know what? You're playing Russian roulette right now with a pandemic. It's just stupid. It's a deadly virus that is more lethal than the bu- than the one bullet that you play with Russian roulette. Bingo. Because at least you at least you get the click. Yeah. You get a click. You may get a click, and it's yeah. that one time. Q. Over the past four days, and I'm saying this live on air, I thought like that I had the shit. Like I, I'm probably having anxiety because this baby's coming up and shit like that. So I'm just nervous between that COVID and all that. Yo, I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, under here? It's like, what, why is it all this? Like, it feel like pressure. So I was like, let me go get my COVID test. I've been panicking to see what this fucking test is going to be like. Panicking like shit. Because I took it on Tuesday. They say, what, three to five days? Tomorrow, mm-hmm. I'm looking no, at my... Like, so, no, 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 no. Not without... I know who's your... I know who your health provider is. This should, you should belong on it. The results should be there by now. Well, I looked earlier today. I looked earlier and didn't say anything. So I'm hoping it's kind of slow right now. Too a lot of people. No, 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 like, no, no, no. His his health provider has their own lab, and I'm yeah. saying that like to try to protect in, 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 to protect his privacy. I know who his health provider is. They have their own lab. Well, Should have had your results today. Well, when I got tested, when I got tested, I had my results the very next day. Well, I, I need them. The reason why is because. <laughs> You know, I'm going to be in that hospital. But now. then I got the phone call before I actually saw the, I got the phone call saying I was confirmed before oh, I saw man. them post it. Like they would, the phone call confirmed it. And then the, I got, and then when I logged into the, to the app, 
Yeah. I saw the results. Like it was like 20 minutes later. Okay. So no phone call right now is a good thing. Yeah, well, I'm I'm hoping so. I, I'm hoping that's a good thing. Now you got me looking for my phone to make sure I ain't got a call. Shit. So <laughs> I'm just hoping because, Lord, man, it hurts to even know that that could be a possibility. So let's move on to the next thing. Um, we have an update from our last episode that, you know, was debunked. So Megan Thee Stallion's producer tells Tory Lane to count your fucking blessings after Meg reveals being shot and Meg's best friend chimes in. According to the best friend, Tory Lanez was the one who shot Meg out of anger. Did she say it? Did she spill the beans? It says, um, it's Kelsey Nicole on Instagram says, I want to clear up the rumors that I shot Megan. I wasn't the one with the gun and I would never do something like that. However, I was present. Yeah. My yeah. thing is, I think they had an entanglement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's giving me Chris Brown and Rihanna vibes. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. How, how did Tory end up having the best fucking 2020 out of everybody else in the world? He went on a quarantine tour. He mm-hmm. had all these streams and stuff on. Uh, what's saying? He, he came out with an album like every other week for like two, three months. He come out with a new single every week. It's like, yo, like you're having a hot boy summer for real for 2020. Mm-hmm. And then this happens. So it's like, yo, how, like, what the fuck is going on? It's not good. Not good. So according to Hip Hop Overload, they are saying that Megan Thee Stallion reveals that she was shot Sunday. And people are saying that she was set up by label CEO Carl Crawford and Tory Lanez was protecting her. So now we have conflicting stories saying that Tory That ain't real. That ain't real. They said Jay Prince shot her. Like it was, it was some some wild stories going out here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I hope for the best for the girl because I mean, anything is possible. I just I hope that she's okay. I think what happened was niggas drunk or in high. They was drunk and high and all those other things. And you know what happens when people have too much liquor and be wilding with guns. Bingo. But it's like, why even, like, you, you, why in the fuck did, never mind, I guess that's just a stupid question. Who knows what was going on? But I know the girl, Kelsey, her parents was mad at Megan. Yeah. Like, why you got her in this mess type shit? But y'all don't care in any other circumstance. Y'all let them do that hot girl shit and hang out with niggas who you know for a fact are carrying. Like, <laughs> or looks to me like a nigga that would just carry a weapon just because. Like, he, he has that bravado of, hey, I got it on me. He say the shit in the songs. So I'm starting to believe these niggas who say they do on this shit to an extent. Like, I'm, I know you're not some drug kingpin or nothing like that, but if you're talking about, hey, I pop a nigga, if they come around me the wrong way, I'm like, okay. It's quite possible. So I, I hope for the best for her. Uh, I, I don't know how I feel about the Carl Crawford and um, uh, the Jay Prince situation because I just don't speak on them. I don't want them knowing me. And more importantly, I want to be on the good side of life, meaning living. So I just don't say shit. So let's just hope. And I don't think Kylie Jenner had anything to do with it either. Mm-mm. I don't think so. Like, now, I really now, don't. She'll steal your man. She'll steal your man, but she ain't trying to get you killed. So there's Yeah, that ain't, that ain't it. <laughs> so I, I wanted to play a clip for y'all that I saw on World Star Hip Hop. And then I saw it again on B. Scott. Uh, I hope that I can find it. It was on local 10 news. Uh, let's see. Hopefully, actually, I, can't, I don't think I can play the clip because there's no actual audio. So basically what happened was Tamaya Wright, Denisha Dixon, and Kiara Ferguson, three women were in a violent incident at Fort Lauderdale um, Airlines coming, well, going into Philly from Florida, coming out of Spirit Airlines. They fought three. Oh, hours. that was wild. <laughs> yeah, that. I, Honestly, the flights are just too cheap right now. I'm sorry. That's what it is. The flight's just too cheap. Everybody and their mama go and get on these flights that ain't never been nowhere and they yeah. about to wild out. And that goes for white and black. Yeah. It's all trash on them planes right now. 
Now, I've seen people be like, oh, yeah, like we, we have a friend, Q and I, we have a friend who right now, I think they're in like the DR or something like that. I was like, yo, oh, that's y'all are wilding like shit. What the fuck? For, for two weeks? Well, you know, Barb- you know, Barbados is now like, mm-hmm. if those who want to work from home, they can do it in Barbados. I, I'm okay. I'm, I, I love Barbados. Yeah, I, I love Barbados. Mm-hmm. And I, I just feel like with all this quarantine stuff, I just don't understand why people can't just sit still. Like, yeah. what's the problem? Like, unless you really have a dysfunctional ass home. Mm-hmm. But then try to improve your living space. That's what I'm doing. I'm about to remodel my whole shit. Or try to take up a new hobby. I know yeah. I'm going back. I'm finally I'm going back to school. That's good. See? Look yes. at what, what's going to fit it. Yes. Yes. Going to fit it. Ashley Greg, I need you to write that character reference for me. Yes. <laughs> I am going back to school to get my I'm going back to school to get my masters. Like I'm trying to do something to better myself. You know, why can't people do that? Learn a new hobby. Look, I done learned like 15 new recipes in the last three months. <laughs> Come on. Like, <sighs> there's stuff to do. You don't have to kill us by being stupid and mm-hmm. not wearing a mask and not practicing physical distancing and not washing your fucking hands. I'm on my stoop kid status. I'm not leaving the stoop. What's <laughs> Mm-mm. I man, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't look. I I know every nook and cranny of my balcony now because I didn't been on there so much. <laughs> I you know, man, no, no. I mean, I I I I'm, I'm look. I've got tired, and you know, I went to, I, I've stepped out and gone to, um, yeah, a few a few adult minded places, but they were outside, and I was. Again, wearing my mask and saying six feet apart. Yes. It's not that hard. It really isn't. It's not, like, it's not a death sentence. It's not, you know, we, I, you ain't going to suffocate yourself. You ain't going to suffocate yourself. Just wear a fucking mask. Bingo. Bingo. In saying that, that I think that was our news articles for the week. Um, I really don't want to talk about Nick Cannon anymore. Like, I think the entire world already fucking knows. Uh, plus, I think I have a little clip of that still left from uh what is it like part two from yesterday um so i'll just add that into the audio um outside of that kanye files for oklahoma (laughs) ballot fuck you very much sir we will not be voting for you i think we can all conclude nobody's going for kanye um and saying that this is the part of the show called what's bothering us so even though we kind of spoke on them yesterday i want you to rehash them for the people who didn't hear you on live and the people who won't be getting the original episode 200. So, Chris, you start us off. Um, am I saying what's bothering me? Sorry. Bothering or blessing you? Uh, I got two things. Okay. What's bothering me right now is people not being realistic during this time. Like, they just try. I don't know if it's like, like like some learned action from our generation to be overly positive or overly like so sure of things but there needs to be like a wave of realism within the millennial crowd and like gen z i guess that is like we just need a little bit of realism i be saying shit like i hate to say this but when the naya revere shit happened niggas was getting mad at you for for people saying like that's so terrible, she probably you know gone on. They're like you don't know that. Why would you say that? I'm like niggas. It's been a week. She was in the, yeah. the water. Like yeah. what? Yeah. And then you getting overtly mad about something that is like realistic. People gonna die. Like this is this is real life. You wanna die? Like or like they talk about the anti-Semitic shit. Like. Yo, I still don't know for the love of me what was going on with that conversation. I still don't understand. I'm asking one of like some of my Jewish peers is like, just help me understand because I really just don't get it. I mean, somebody broke it down for me because they were talking about the Holy Land and it's a lot of stuff going on in Israel right now and how they kind of just 
snatch Palestine off the map. Y'all can go Google that if y'all want to go learn more. But I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like you guys aren't really given no time for dialogue. It's overly one way or another. And there's no way to learn, to, to grow, to expand. It's just, if it's not this way, it's wrong. And if it's not, if it's wrong, you need to be banished. And it's just crazy to me. Like, that's really bothered me. But what's blessing me, though, during quarantine, I've learned all these cheap ways to um, do, like, home improvement stuff. So I'm about to really get that popping and change my host crib. And, yeah, I'm excited about that. <laughs> that's a blessing right there. Shit. Yeah. What about you, Q? What's bothering or blessing you? Well, you already know what's bothering me. <laughs> Now we know what's bothering me. Basically, learning needs to be 100% virtual right now. Our kids and our teachers and our school staff, we are not guinea pigs or lab rats in a failed experiment. Keep us at home. 100% virtual learning. I don't care how much money the school system has to spend in order to make sure that every student has the device and the, and the connectivity that they need to connect to these lessons. But do not send us back in the classroom right now. I don't care if it's hybrid. I don't care if we're on an A-B schedule. Fuck all that. Keep us home. Yeah. Keep us home. Now, um, I, I kind of, like, touched on this um, a few few minutes ago when I... You know, so, like, but it seems that the thing that's less me is I'm, I'm um, hopefully... Um, and I, you know, you know what? Let me speak this into existence. August seventeenth, I August seventeenth, I will be starting the first day. I will be starting my first day of class. Mm-hmm. Um, at a distance. How does it feel? I I don't. <laughs> I mean, it's been ten years. It's been. It has been about like damn nine years since I was the last a student. <laughs> So it's kind of let's finish this. Trying to, I, mean, I was doing my masters before, and it had to, and it had to um, stop because of my, you know, my mom passing away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of nervous, but I'm also excited, and um, you know, I'm going back to my alma mater, even though we're going through some fuck shit right now because the board of trustees tried to, like, yeah, yeah, they completely overused their power and removed our our beloved president after three years and renew a contract. Mm. But that's neither here nor there. So, um, you know, I, yesterday, and, it, and it's so funny, yesterday I did, a, you know, my perspective program, um, did an AMA for us. Mm-hmm. And like, I felt so welcomed by the faculty and I'm not even in the program yet. I'm still in the application phase. Um, but, you know, this program, this program is just, you know, you know, it's for school administration, well, ed leadership, um, education leadership. And like the faculty, because they, they were all on the Zoom yesterday. They made me feel so welcome already, and I'm not even in the program yet, mm-hmm. so I can just imagine. You know, they, you know, the, the one thing they was like, "We're not going to let, like, we're going to do everything we can to, to get you to get you to the end." Um, so I hope everything goes through. I'm, you know, I'm in the process now, getting my recommendation letters and mm-hmm. typing my personal statement. And you know, doing all those things that I need to do, and applying for financial aid and, and all that, so that August seventeenth, when that Zoom goes out for class, I'm ready to jump on it. Mm. So <clears throat> that's what I like to hear, man. That's exactly what I like to hear. So I guess, like, damn, that was good. We gave them a good little, you know, hour, maybe five, ten minutes of Young Black and Bar, the episode two hundred. I'm hoping that, you know, somehow by some miracle, we get that other episode up to, I'll just call that like episode 200 part two, if you want to do that. <laughs> um, but we, I mean, we've given them content for two years, man. Mm-hmm. 
going to keep giving them Young Black and Beautifuls, Young Black and Father, Good Band Unavailable. We we got a lot of shit. Um, and hopefully when the baby starts talking, I'm going to start little like episodes with her just to, you know, and I'm, I'm hoping, so. it, it'll be fun. So I guess that is the show. So let them know where they can find y'all on social media so we can get up out of here. Yeah, you can find me at Chris Cash DC on Instagram and at Chris, I mean, at Viva La Marie on Twitter. Um, you can find me on The Bird at QDZ1906. I don't have the blue check yet, but I don't think I want it because, you know, all the blue checks got hacked yesterday. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> and, um, yeah, fuck Instagram. Q really says he hates Instagram, but he does. I do. I hate that shit. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. I really, really, I really, really, really do. Okay. That, that's how I'm starting to feel about Twitter because of the stupid shit that they say on a constant basis. I do love Periscope, though. If only, like, they can move the... I haven't forward. been on... You know what? I haven't been on Periscope in so long. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's been... Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm on a new... I'm actually on, a, on, like, a newer... Like, a new, like, live streaming... Mm-hmm. Call Meet Me. I'm actually on there now. Like they are. It's listening. called Meet Meet. Meet Me. Yeah. Meet. <laughs> oh, Meet M- Me. E-T. <laughs> I was like Meet Me, <laughs> and that's funny. So actually, like they, yeah, you know, I, I can't. I just I live stream the show from it. Okay. So mm-hmm. they, you know, I had six viewers. That's great. That's what I like. But, to uh, <laughs> All right. So I guess what? Until next well, shit. Are we having a show next week? Hopefully yeah. we have yes, hopefully <laughs> we have the show next week because you know she's going to be going in soon. But even if like I can't record vocally, like I will be here. I just will not speak because I'll be cradling a little one, hopefully. So until the next episode, we will see y'all. Bye.